G'day, thanks for being here. If you want to get on board with first access tickets to live events, uh, access to the newsletter with super special tasty treats for your special ears, if you get on there and subscribe, you can jump online at oshagensberg.com. This podcast is free for you to listen to, but it is not free to make. There are great people to help me make this show, so let's get them paid. You and me, let's do it right now. Let's play some ads. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day, welcome to the show. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thank you so much for being here. I'm glad you're here. It's a Monday. It's just you and me. Uh, if you've never listened to the show before, thanks for being here. I'm here three times a week, been here since 2013, and I'm just here to help you make today better than yesterday. That's it. That's it. That's my job. And I love it. I love this job. It's unreal. My name's Osha Ginsberg. I'm a podcaster. I'm an author. I'm a TV host. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I am someone who is testing the um, structural integrity of contact lenses uh, and uh, how much temperature they can withstand in a sauna lately, which is interesting. Not a lot. If I keep my eyes closed for too long, they get a bit gooey. Uh, as long as I keep blinking, I'm okay. So that kind of rules out meditation, but that's, a, that's another story altogether. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you're here. I wanted to talk to you today about something that you may not realize you have the power to do. I'm a science fiction nerd. I guess I love reading science fiction. I read it every night. I've always got a science fiction book on the go at all times. It's something I do to get myself to sleep. I enjoy reading it. Wildly, I like enjoy, enjoy reading dystopian science fiction. If you know anything about my history, it's, it's part of my exposure therapy is to every day read a story about 50 years from now when things are very different. It's actually interesting. Now, science fiction has always played with a couple of very common tropes. There's the alien invasion science fiction. There's a super intelligent science fiction, which is to do with like supercharging people's brains. And there's the time machine science fiction, uh, which has been used countless times. H.G. Wells used it quite significantly. Uh, Back to the Future, uh, all three films, number one, probably the best version of that, I dare say, though parts of that film don't really play so well. Looper 
is one of my favourite science fiction films, actually, starring um, Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a really fantastic film. Tenet is the other one, the Christopher Nolan one, which is really fucking amazing. I have to watch that about four times to get it all together, but it's extraordinary. Uh, that plays with the timeline thing in a whole completely different way. Every one of these films centres around a machine, this thing that a particular scientist or a group of people created that takes an enormous amount of energy to make work, 1.21 gigawatts, and only a very few amount of people have access to it, uh, which is good because otherwise we'd be out of a million timelines at once. But you may not realise you actually have the power to construct a time machine right here, right now, and I can show you how to do it as we speak. You and I have access to a time machine every single day of our lives. It's got to do with the way our memory works and it's got to do with symmetrical vibrations of air and how those symmetrical vibrations of air can cause an emotional response in you or I. I'm talking about music. It's simply symmetrical vibrations of air that can cause an emotional response. When Celine Dion sings, baby, baby, when I touch you like this, like I'm even getting goosebumps right now. I, I, it's horrible that it happens because I'm not a massive fan of Celine Dion, but those particular combinations of tones and, and music and chords will give me an emotional response that is quite delightful. And you probably have that with all kinds of music in your life as well. But the way that our memory works, those particular songs that were important and playing at important times of our life, you can put them on and provided you haven't burned them like I did so many of mine working in radio, provided you haven't burned them, those songs will transport you to a very different emotional place. Now, why is this handy? Well, I'm somebody that's struggled and sometimes has ongoing struggles with uh, anxiety and depression. Just my brain frames things in a very negative way, uh, in a very free fearful way sometimes. And it's tricky to get out of. And one of the techniques that I use to get out of these emotional states that I can't seem to bust out of is using music. Because the memory response of listening to a song that's really significant and was playing at a really significant time in your life is so strong. It can literally bust you right out of whatever unhelpful thinking pattern you might be stuck in. In the interests of defining and demonstrating exactly what it is that I'm talking about, I'm going to help you construct a time machine right now. Whatever way you choose to listen to music, create a playlist. Let's create our time machine. I'm going to build my time machine right now. So track one is the first song you ever remember hearing on the radio, the first time you became aware that pop music was a thing. I, can, I know exactly which one it was for me. It was Let's Go Crazy from Prince. I can never hear that song and not, A, be reminded that, oh, my goodness, there's this incredible thing and this vibe happening. It was an AM radio station in Brisbane happening somewhere and I want to be a part of this thing. Who's this guy playing guitar? What do you mean he stays up all night playing at, at clubs until 5 in the morning? Whoa! That song? Absolutely. If I put that song on, it will take me back to that moment. I even remember where I was. I was playing around in the back of my mum's Mitsubishi van listening to the radio because uh, we just got it and we had the keys turned on and we were listening to the radio because it was a radio that we could listen to that wasn't in the house. Uh, so that's track number one. Track number two is the first song that you memorised all the words to. Now, wildly for me, it's also a print song, but it's a song that was sung by Shaka Khan, a song called I Feel For You. 
I memorized every single word and I even knew the rap, which is very hard because I did not have a cassette player or ability to record the song. So I had to wait for it to come on the radio. And I just had the ability, I could just remember, I still remember all the words right now. Track three, this is a goodie. The song that was playing either while you had your first kiss or around the day or the days when you had your first kiss. Mine recently got a huge amount of uh, huge amount of attention. Uh, mine is Tracy Chapman, Fast Car, in the backyard of a house next to the Tuong Cemetery uh, with a girl called Nikki. <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Uh, and along those lines, what is the song that was playing when you lost your virginity? Now, it might be a song from a band you're not a fan of. It might be a song that you definitely put on very deliberately. In my case, it was. It was a side two of Led Zeppelin's remasters. So the song remains the same by Led Zeppelin. That was a song playing when I lost my virginity and I was wearing my Utopia Home of Heavy Metal T-shirt, which is a record store in Sydney. Track five, what is the song you played all schoolies. So whenever you had schoolies, what's the song that was playing? Uh, for me, it was Stop from Jane's Addiction was the song that I played all schoolies. The apartment we went to go visit, they were playing Nirvana, but I was listening to Jane's Addiction. Now we're getting into the stuff that happens after school. So what was the song that arrived with your first non-school friend? Like you got a ride with someone. For me, it was when I was at TAFE and I got a ride with someone. I was like, what is this? What are you listening to? And they said, oh, my God. It's this band called Tower of Power. It's like, what? What's Tower of Power? And that's the first time I heard What is Hip from Tower of Power. And it blew my mind wide open. What is the song that played at the first funeral of a friend that you knew as an adult? Um, I went to a school of all boys and I, uh, you know, being a boy under the age of 25 is a dangerous thing. And Jeff Buckley's Grace. That was a song that played at my friend Richard's funeral. And every time I hear it, you know, that's, that's where I get going to. Because sometimes you need a sad song as well. Sometimes you need to kind of be in those moments. If you've got some sort of grief you can't get out or you're sad about something you can't quite get there, that's all right. Turn up the dial on that action. Now, at some point, as you're, as you're an adult, you, you kind of started to get into relationships that are a little more serious. Uh, it's possibly impossible given rental prices right now, but... I'd moved in with my girlfriend when I was 21 and I got quite heavily into Eric B and Rakeem because my girlfriend at the time had just come back from living in America and she had this mixtape and Eric B and Rakeem was like, whoa, whoa, what is this? I didn't know what it was. It's just incredible. And whenever I listen to that, I'm back at that apartment in Kangaroo Point. Uh, what's the song of your first big breakup? Well, that particular girlfriend... It was times like these, Foo Fighters. That's the, that, that was the song. That was the breakup song. But then after that, after the pain and after the, uh, there's the song of redemption. What's the song that was playing when you realised, you know what, things might be okay? It was Lap Dance from NERD. That was the song. The song of your first big overseas adventure? Oh, I reckon for me... The song that was playing during my first big overseas adventure, I had a Sony Sports Walkman and a pair of AKG uh, cans that I um, acquired from the radio station that I worked at, the foam yellow over-ear ones, 
and it was more bounce to the ounce from Zap. So I'd been on a very heavy metal t- trip. Like, I noticed, like, I really love metal. I really do. And so many of these songs, though, are, metal's not something I share with many of the people that I have loved and have loved me and have been very close to my life. But this is, so this is why some of this music isn't really kind of metal, but it's, you know, definitely a big part of my life and remains to be seen. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but this particular song, I just started jamming with the guys from Resin Dogs and there was a radio show that was on Thursday nights on Triple Z in Brisbane and I taped it and I had a tape of that radio show walking around Europe listening to Zap, More Bounce to the Ounce, which was absolutely sick the next track because uh, you might only be at that point and that's fine mine's a double triple album by now so if you're old like me i'm 50 so if you're old like me the next track uh what's the and then now we're getting to more current era is what's the song that brings you to the courtship of your current partner what's the song that gets you to this moment where you're like i'm really starting to like this person i'm really starting to get i'm really starting to get into you and i think you're pretty awesome I met Audrey when I was still living in America and I was doing a lot of driving, uh, like in California or across Utah. So American highways, country music, all right? And it's a song by a band called Son Bolt, Windfall, and it's that kind of country heart yearning kind of stuff uh, that I really, really dug on. Your wedding song, put that on there. And never too much, Luther Vandross, absolutely the best, the best ever. And aside on that, Georgia, who just turned 20, Georgia did a dance to Florence and the Machines, Dog Days Are Over on the day of our wedding, which was just astounding. Uh, So those two songs take me back to that day straight away. The next track I want you to put on there, if you can remember it, a song that was playing around when your first child was born. We had music in the room and it was Khalid Talk. That was a song Georgia made a playlist and that was a song that was playing in the room with us. And the next song I want you to put on there is like when you're driving the kids to and from sport and they, you know, put songs on like, oh, my God, you wouldn't like this. And you go, yeah, you're probably right, I wouldn't. Put that song in there. Uh, for me, it's Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's, you know, WAP. That's the track because G and her mates would put it on going, oh, we're going to make him cringe. Like, no, nah, man, that's a great track. It's a really good track. And I think finally... What's a song that you have discovered helps you lift really, really, really heavy at the gym or go extra hard on your workout or really push through when you're trying to get where you're going in a physical way? And for me, that's Snakes for the Divine by a band called High on Fire. Now, these are just suggestions. These are just suggestions, but that's what, I don't know, 12, 14 tracks. I'll put my playlist in the show notes, but I really want to know what yours is. What is yours? I'll write the list out. These are the milestones, but essentially... Every big joyful milestone in your life, put a song that was playing at the time there. And what you do when you're feeling a bit shit, when you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, when you're feeling like you can't get your head around something or plan in and out of this or everything's too much, just whack on this playlist and you will be transported. You will travel through time to those moments. You have that ability and you have the ability to keep doing it. The the great philosopher and frontman, David Lee Roth, he sings in a band called Van Halen or sang in a band called Van Halen. So many incredible quotes. He's quite a quite a remarkable uh, orator. One of my favourites is, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how good you look trying. Uh, his advice is, now he was talking about a CD, but it, it works with your phone as well. Like put a note in your calendar and then just, have this song play every time you get in the car or every time you get on the bus or the train or whatever. And you do that a month at a time. 
And what happens then is over a year, you build up these kind of reference points because our brains work by referencing things together. It's very hard for us to remember the one single T-shirt that somebody wore last Tuesday. But if it was the T-shirt that was wearing the stand next to Jenny and we were at the thing with the, the opera house and there was a thing and they're like, oh, it's the pink one. Yes. If we have more reference points, we can remember something in a much easier way. So if you give yourself that reference point, you will actually end up remembering so many more things about your life and you'll also be able to transport yourself and relive those emotions once again. Even just talking about this stuff with you today has filled me with a completely different set of neurotransmitters and emotional chemicals than that I was feeling when I started recording this 20-something minutes ago. You have a time machine in your pocket. I really, really, really want you to build it. And I can't wait to see what yours looks like. I'll put the playlist in the show notes. Tag me. I'll put this on Instagram. Write down in the comments what yours is because I really want to see what it is. Because, you know, I might find a song in yours. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I get to go somewhere else, which will be awesome. And you'll transport me there. It'll be brilliant. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you to Andy Ma, who did audio and video post on this. Thank you very much to Abby Benno, my producer, to Toehider, who made the music, to Ben and Monica for keeping the lights on at OGTV. And um, if you want to get involved with the live show, we're coming back to Melbourne at the Comedy Festival. We'll be there from the 28th of March. It's my birthday on the 50th. You can buy tickets to my birthday. Come along. It'll be great. Uh, we're at the Greek Centre. We're on late at night. It'll be super fun. On Wednesday, Sharon Callis is here. She is the CEO of Mission Australia. It is, wildly, quite a positive talk about homelessness, if such a thing can happen. It does, and it's great. And um, I can't wait to share that with you. I can't wait to find out what your time machine sounds like. I'll see you then.